0: Hello and welcome to the Honest Property Investment Podcast. My name is Natasha Collins, and I'm the host and I'm the founder of NC Real Estate, which includes its members club for landlords and property investors to come and build profitable property portfolios that completely align with their goal. Before we get into what I wanna share with you today, the members club is open this week for the last time at £97 per month, then the price is going up. So if you have been sat on the fence about joining the members club, and you're thinking, "Hmm, should I, should I not come and join us? This is the last time that we're doing it at £97 a month. You'll never get that offer again. So I am going to put the link below this podcast for you to join. And I would love love, love, love to see you in the members club. All right, that link to join is below this week only. Make sure you come and join us to take full advantage of the £97 a month deal. I've got something a little bit special for you this week. So last night, I hosted a fabulous webinar. I was so excited to do it. It was called how to supercharge your property portfolio through buying commercial property without jumping on the commercial to residential bandwagon. It was a massive success. We ended up chatting for an hour and a half with all the people on the webinar. I cannot believe how well it went. I was just over the moon excited. So I thought I would share the part of the webinar that is the most exciting about why commercial property is so tasty right now so that you can get a snapshot into why you need to be looking at this asset class. And it will give you some reasons to why you need to join the members club because if this stuff floats your boat, you're going to come and want to work with us in the members club to buy these types of assets. All right, here we go. Snippet from last night's webinar. So if you've never met me before, my name is Natasha Collins. Uh, I'm a chartered surveyor. I am the founder, CEO of NC Real Estate, which is my firm of surveyors. I have always um, specialized in asset, manager, asset management, um, property investment strategy, lease advisory, for commercial and mixed use properties. Um, I'm also a property investor myself, I'm a university lecturer lecturer with the University College of Estate Management, so I do all their asset management uh, modules, and I'm the host of NC Real Estate's Members Club for landlords and property investors to come and build profitable property portfolios that completely align with their goals. This year is my 12th year in industry, I think. (laughs) Um, uh, <laughs> started way back in 2009 at the end of the, uh, the last recession. And here I am now working through really interesting times coming out of, um, COVID-19. I mean, we're still pretty much in it, but, but it's been certainly really, really interesting times, um, to be a surveyor at the moment for all of you who are investing in property is an interesting time, right? Mm-hmm. Um, So uh, one of my specialities is looking at commercial and how we can really increase the value of that. And that's really what I want to share with you today. So in this masterclass, we're going to go through which commercial property you should be buying right now to generate an income plus create an uplift in value the best strategy to finding the right commercial property so that you can start searching immediately. And I mean that. Please don't sit on your laurels. In fact, let me ask who here has already invested in commercial property or who has budget to invest in commercial property over the next six months? I've got the chat box open right now so I can see. Yeah 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 right yeah okay have a couple great okay great we've got quite a few who've got a couple yeah haven't invested yet in commercial but waiting to start fine yeah Mm -hmm. have have money Tom Monica, yes. Okay, great. So we've got quite a lot of people who are really looking at it right now. Um, I'm going to go through how to use commercial leases strategically to make commercial property an armchair investment. When I say armchair, I mean, I sit here in my armchair and I invest in property without seeing the properties, especially commercial property. I'll talk you through a commercial deal that I've got completing at the end of the week. So you can see that I've not actually ever been to see that property, but buying it nonetheless. So I'll talk you through that as well. How to make sure you find the perfect commercial tenant in any market. And then finally, why 2021 is the year you're able to buy a high yielding income producing commercial property. So I'm hoping to cover all of that um, by half past seven. So we're gonna be going at quite some speed. Um, so if you've got questions along the way, please do keep asking. So why invest in commercial property? Why is it that we're all here getting excited about it? Well, number one, leases are typically for a longer period, and that is absolutely lovely. I like that because it means that we're not finding tenants year in, year out. We've got tenants that we know are going to be in the building for three, five, ten years. Um, Regular reviews of rent. You can put rent review clauses in your commercial leases and that will bring the uh, commercial rent up in line with market value. Higher rents and yields, usually. I think at the moment I work on uh, getting roughly 5% net yields across my commercial, which is good if we can do that and we can find that. And the rents are paid quarterly, usually. I mean, at the moment, coming out of COVID, we have seen rents go into the monthly payments. That's okay, but usually in the lease, it's drafted that it would be paid quarterly. Tenants typically cover maintenance. uh, So they have full repairing and insuring leases by way of a service charge, or if they have a lease on the whole building, they... um, pay the maintenance for the whole building. You don't even have to get involved with the service charge. Better security with higher deposits and guarantees. More often than not, you're going to get quite a big chunk of deposit money, uh, at least three months, unless you've got a massive tenant who says, no, it's really insulting. You know, you're not going to ask the likes of Tesco to come in and give you a deposit. But for most smaller tenants, you will ask them to give you a deposit. Easy to use forfeiture clauses, usually. Can't forfeit the lease right now for rent arrears. You can for other breaches, not for rent arrears until April next year. Uh, You can buy, buy commercial and investment value rather than bricks and mortar value, which I think to a certain extent is far easier to calculate so you can see where you are. And cheaper stamp duty and more tax friendly. And I always say for those of you with SAS pensions, commercial is your bag. I don't tend to go into that so much over here. You will know if you've got that money available for commercial because you will have already spoken to your SAS trustees and you will know what money you've got allocated for the commercial side of things. So there is a lot of benefits of investing in commercial property even right now. Even when we're seeing commercial property have one of the biggest shakeups I've seen over the last 10 years, roughly. Um, And that's cool. Great. We are dealing with the innovative market right now. And that is why I think commercial is very exciting. There is so much we can do, so much that we need to uh, be aware of. I love it. I get very excited about it. Now, there is commercial property that we are avoiding right now. And this is within the NC real estate realm. Um, I'm not saying for you, you have to avoid this type of property, um, but this is what we're avoiding because there's not really any value add for us right now. And if you're looking for value add or you know asset management strategies, we don't get that out of these types of properties. That's not to say, if you're sat on this call and you're a massive investor with millions of pounds in cash, you should avoid all of these if you just want to sit and hold something for the next 10 years. But I'm saying that we don't look at this right now because we don't find it as interesting. So low net initial yield or capitalization rate below 8%. The reason we don't look at that is because um, chances are the current seller is taken all of the value out of the property and so from that point of view there's not as much for us to give and i will come back to net initial yields or capitalization rates but our job as commercial investors is to get those cap rates down right that's going to be our job and i'll tell you why in a second anything that states development opportunity The minute I reach out to an agent on anything that states development opportunity, you can see the pound eyes flying. They think that they can um, get these super high values because we can do commercial to residential conversion. And the other thing is, is you tend to be in this queue of all these other investors who would also like to develop a commercial to residential property. And right now, the amount of time the cost of doing the commercial to residential development, unless you are buying something dirt, dirt cheap, and you are very confident in your figures, I don't think commercial to residential conversion works that well. Commercial properties where all leases have more than five years left to run, and the reason being, if all the leases have got five years left to run, um, or more than five years left to run, And there's no rent review or break clause, not really much you can do with that property, um, apart from sit on it and watch the income coming in. Now, if it's got a 10% cap rate and you want to sit on that income for the next however long, be my guest. Um, But that would be something that we'd really have to look on a case by case basis. Is it worth it for us or is it not? And finally, large commercial office buildings in primary locations essentially, we're not going down central London, central Birmingham, central Manchester and picking up an office building right now. (laughs) The value is just not there. It's not what we're doing. Okay, so those these are the things that we really are avoiding right now. But these are the things that we are looking at right now, because this is where we're seeing the opportunities. And this is where I suggest that you should be looking right now and and searching for these opportunities. So my thought process is retail, office, leisure, industrial mixed use. All of that really works. Although, just as an FYI, industrial values are going through the roof right now. So do make sure you check that out and you're not overpaying on it. So we're looking for part vacant or vacant properties. And if we find that and say there's one or two units vacant, we're then looking at what is the demand in the local area. Will we find tenants for that property? We also look to see if we can see rents improving in the area. And much to contrary belief, there are areas in the UK where rents are improving right now. If you're investing anywhere around Birmingham to a certain extent, not all of Birmingham, some of Birmingham, rents are going up. If you are investing on the south coast, that's even down as far as um, the ends of Cornwall, and I know this because we just let a property there this morning, Um, rents are going up there as well. How do you find that out? You talk to agents, you see what's going on, you see where demand is. We use an online programme for our clients called CoStar where we can track how the rents are moving so we can give our clients that report. Um, If you don't use that then you can phone up agents and find out how to make it work. And also if there's neighbouring tenants who want to take the space you know so if we've got a part vacant building we will then have a look at what's going on in the neighbouring units see if those tenants actually want to expand. How would I ask those tenants if they want to expand? Well, either phone the tenant up or phone the tenant's agent up if they are a big enough, uh, if they're a big enough tenant. Next up, we are looking for an 8% plus net initial yield or cap rate. The reason being is um, that this is about where the market is right now and the reason being that it's dropped quite quickly over the last 12 months from us looking at 10% cap rates to us now looking at around 8% cap rates just because of supply and demand in the commercial property market there is not a lot of commercial property coming to market in which case you find that you know for the goods like the good interesting stock it might get snapped up pretty quickly so you have to be on the ground first Um, so we're looking for things that come to market with an 8% net initial yield, where there is a lease event coming up soon. So either a break clause, a rent review, lease end, where we can re-gear the lease and increase the value, where there's an option to improve on the tenant in the building. So if we know that there's demand for that type of space and we can get a better tenant in, um, then from that point of view we were saying, okay, lease event coming up, we know there's demand in the area for, this type of, for a, a better type of tenant. Great. We know that there's opportunity to add value. If you know you can improve the length of the lease and the security from the tenant. So again, that's looking and seeing, okay, what's this tenant's history? If I'm taking a property that already has a tenant in there, was the tenant already done? Do we think the tenant would stay a bit longer? Can we negotiate with them? Then we're looking at secondary locations. And the reason is because primary locations of town centres are really still very, very expensive. But secondary locations are often more desirable for tenants because they're cheaper. Um, but they still offer good quality accommodation. So we're looking for properties with high footfall or in a high traffic area, with good transport links as well, usually within 10 minutes of the station and that feed into primary locations. So we look at what that secondary location is serving and we think, okay, well, maybe this is a satellite town to Exeter, for example, or maybe there's easy access into Bristol. I don't know. You, you can really think about that. Um, and then we would we would look to invest there. Finally, we look at if there's any management issues. Is there any management issues that we could sort out? Arrears. So is a tenant stopped paying, but we think we could get them paying again or we could stomach the arrears up until next March and then kick them out. Are there any outstanding rent views where we could actually put the rent up because the rent has gone up, or is the property in disrepair? Could we get the tenant to uh, improve the property? Could we improve the property? How's that going to add to the? Uh, how's that going to add to the value? Essentially, with all of this, we are looking at any property where you can improve it without having to do a development. And these are all the options that you have got available to you in order to do that. So let me explain quickly the commercial valuation triangle. Has anybody seen this before? Because I want to explain to you how these values are working so that you know yourself. got a couple of people who are saying yes I've seen this before no fine no if you haven't seen it it's absolutely fine okay mm-hmm. so this is the commercial valuation triangle please note this is only a rough guide red book valuers are going to um they are when they value property they're going to go into a little bit more detail than this okay but let's give me let me give you a bit of the overview so to get the capital value of a property what you do is you time you multiply the yield by the rent that gives you the capital value now The yield is sometimes known as net initial yield or capitalization rate. Now, the lower the yield, the higher the capital value of the property, the higher the rent, the higher the capital value of the property. So let me tell you, um, let me give you a calculation. I'll get my calculator out. I want everybody else to get their, are calculators out, if you have your calculator, or notepad and pen, please, so I can explain how this works. Right. So, say you have a rental income of £20,000 per annum. And you have a net initial yield or a capitalization rate of 8%. And the reason you know that it is eight percent because you have gone out and you have looked on the market and found out what comparable properties have sold for right so to find capitalization rate rates what you would do is phone local local agents and you'd say what is either the net initial yield in the area or what cap rates are being used mostly you'll find with agents they call it the net initial yield so what net initial yields have been put on comparable properties in the local area when they have sold. So you then need to get the multiplier for the rent. And to do that, you type into your calculator 100 divided by the net initial yield that you're going to use. So in this case, it's 8%, which gives us 12.5. Right? So, you've then got 12.5, that's your multiplier. If you times 12.5 by 20,000 pounds, that would give a rough capital value of the property of 250,000 pounds. Does everybody get that or want to ask again? In fact, I'll ask you, if my my, uh, net initial yield is 7%, what would my multiplier be? Yep. yep, yeah, so it's a 14.28 multiplier and the capital value would be 285,000 pounds. Yeah, good, great. Okay, so that's like, that's the rough guide to valuations. So, the lower the, the net initial yield or capitalization rate, the higher the value is going to be, right? And if you can increase the rent at the same time, again, the higher the capital value is going to be, okay? So what do we want to do? If we're looking at this from an asset management point of view, there's two things that we're always looking to do. What is it? Based upon what I've just said, with our commercial property, what are we looking to do? So commercial property to increase the value, what are we looking to do? What can we do? We've got two options. How do we increase the value of our commercial property? Higher rent, yeah, or? Yeah, increase rent, yeah. Or? Lower yield. There we go. So let's talk about how we can do that. Great. So, the first thing we'll look at is how to reduce the, the yield. Well, we need to decrease the risk in the lease. Um, so to, de- to decrease the risk in the lease, we need to re-gear the lease. How are we going to do that? Well, you can do that through these different methods. Number one, have a stronger covenant tenant. So a tenant with good financial backing or uh, multiple locations the reason being is they're stronger financially and they'd be able to cover the rent probably um, if you know more if if something went wrong if you remove the break clause that might get you a lower yield why because removing the break clause means that you are securing the rent for longer have landlord friendly rent reviews upwards only um, or stepped rents or rents that go up. Really useful um, because you know that your rent is always going to either stay the same or go up at rent review. Have full repairing and insuring leases uh, rather than internal repairing and insuring leases. The reason being is that means that you as the landlord have less to pay for um, and the tenant will pay for that instead put a better security in place so a deposit or a guarantor really really helps so if anything goes wrong with that tenant then um you are going to you're going to have some sort of security um value is really like that banks really like that having a longer term if you've got uh, the income uh, being secured for a longer period of time that's great it lowers the risk because you've got less likely it's less likely that that income stream is going to come to an end. And of course, you can increase the rent um, if it is below uh, where market rents are at the time. So all of these things that you can do um, in order to uh, reduce the yield. Now, you're going to have to negotiate with the tenant, that might mean that you have to give and take a little bit. But your job is to get that Income stream for as long as you possibly can and make sure that it is secure. So there you have it. You now know how to increase the value of your commercial asset. Right. That's all that I've got from that. All that's left for me to say is remember the members club is open this week only for £97 per month. The last time. If you want to take advantage of it, click the link underneath this podcast and come and join. You will absolutely love being a part of the community. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast today. If you liked it, make sure to rate and review and subscribe so that you get this podcast every Tuesday morning straight into your inbox. Thank you for listening today. I cannot wait to catch up with you again soon.